I don't care where you are in your practice life, get evaluation on your practice. Speak to an OSO or DSO. Find out what you're worth. You might think you're worth five million and find out you're worth 10. You might think you're worth 15 million and be worth five, right? It's important for you to know because most of them, if not all of them will tell you, okay, you're not ready right now. Here's, here's the things you should do if the money part of it is important to you down the road and you want to get a better offer, here's the steps you should consider. This, this, this is the Orthopreneur Show with Glenn Krieger, talking about the things you never learned in school, like marketing, management, and leadership. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of your Five Minute Friday. I'm Dr. Glenn Krieger here. And I want to talk to you about something that I'm seeing as a major problem in orthodontics that's costing people literally millions of dollars. And I'm speaking to a lot of people I respect in, in, this, in this industry, and they're telling me they're seeing the same exact thing. And so I want to do you a favor today. I want to talk to you about this because I'm going to offer you two suggestions. And, and number one, I want to be crystal clear when I talk about this. This may not apply to you. And if it doesn't, you can skip forward and go to the last five-minute Friday or the next five-minute Friday. And number two, I'm not trying to sell you on anything because you will notice during the course of this particular podcast episode, I will not be mentioning names of any company. I'm simply going to bring up something that's a major problem, one of which blows my mind. So whether you own your practice for three or four years or you've been practicing for 30 or 40 years, this applies to you. Now, what are they? Well, number one, I would tell every orthodontist who is not absolutely sure that they're going to practice on their own for the next decade or two, that they are foolish if they don't go to some OSO, DSO, and at least get a valuation of their practice. It costs you nothing. It does not obligate you on any level. You'll notice I'm not mentioning the name of any specific OSO, DSO, but it's worth your while for several reasons. Number one, you have a magic number. You do. You have a magic number that if I gave you that amount of number, you would sell your practice and partner with somebody, or you just sell your practice outright. If I offered you $100 million tomorrow, you would be a fool not to sell your practice. And if I offered you $300,000, you'd probably be a fool to do it. So somewhere in there, there's a number that makes sense. And by sitting down with an OSO DSO and finding out what that number is, you may very well find a number that makes perfect sense to you, or more importantly, you now have a baseline. doesn't mean you've got to sell your practice and partner with somebody. It doesn't mean you have to move forward with anything. What it means is now you have a valuation. Now, you might say, hey, Glenn, I would partner with a company, but I need to get $12 million. If I get $12 million, I will partner, assuming that I'm allowed practice autonomy and all the other things I've talked about in the past. Well, wonderful. How do you know what you're going to get? Are you just going to guess? You should meet with an OSO or a DSO and talk to them. There's great people out there who can connect you, myself included, to different companies or brokers to discuss this. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say you sign an agreement where you owe somebody a percentage to do this, but for free, if you can sit and find out and then ask them and say, look, I need 12 million. You offered me 8 million. What do I need to do to get to that number? And now you have a blueprint. Now you know that based upon the current environment, which may change for good or for bad down the road, I need to grow my practice by X amount percentage. Um, that's number one. You would be foolish not to at least get a baseline if the idea that within the next five, seven years, you could conceivably see yourself selling your practice to somebody if the money amount were correct. 
Now, you might get an offer or a, a suggestion from somebody, and, and it's half of what you're looking for, and it's nowhere near. You say, okay, good. I'm not ready. But you owe it to yourself to at least get a valuation and find out what it's worth. And that doesn't come from your CPA, because now that's number two. Number two, and the bigger issue, is for everybody out there who's considering the idea of maybe, perhaps, there's a small possibility that if the money were right, I would join an OSO or DSO. This is the number one mistake people make. They bring in an associate or they bring in a partner and they literally just screwed themselves out of several million dollars. Now, you might say to me, Glenn, how do I lose several million dollars just by bringing an associate? Well, here's the thing. You've heard me talk about EBITDA, right? You're basically your bottom line financially for which you are being paid. Now, let's say your EBITDA is worth $1.2 million. That's not your take home. Let's not get into that conversation right now. But let's just say your EBIT is $1.2 million and you're going to get 7X multiple on that. That comes out to around $8.4 million. So now you got $8.4 million as your offer. But wait a minute. You brought an associate in and this is so common. CPAs don't say a word about this. Accounting companies don't say a word about this. They, you have an associate who now if you sell your practice, the company that, that partners with you now needs to pay you as a doctor to work and the associate to work. And if the associate's making $300,000 a year, you want to guess where that money comes out of? That's right, your EBITDA. So if your EBITDA were $1.2 million, just by virtue of having an associate, your EBITDA is now 900000 times seven, right? Figure out that number right now. You went from $1.2 million, right, with times seven is $8.4 million times not, now you go 900,000 times seven, you're $6.3 million. Your associate, who may be the most amazing person in the world, but you hired them thinking, I want to work a little bit less. I don't want to work as hard. Now, if you're killing it, it just seems you have to have an associate. I mean, you have to have an associate. But just recognize your offer just went from 8.4 million to 6.3 million. You just paid somebody to be your associate and cost you $2.1 million. This is not fuzzy math. This is the way it works. I've sat with some very well-known practice brokers and we've had this conversation and we shake our heads. Now, I spoke with someone not long ago who recently brought in a partner. Well, the, the company that did the brokering didn't tell them, hey, if you're bringing in a partner, and you're thinking of joining an OSO or DSO, you just lost 50% of everything. Just because they're your partner for a, a month or two or six doesn't decrease unless, unless your partnership agreement says so. You just went from an $8.4 million offer to $4.2 million. And yes, you got paid for your practice, but there's a big difference there. And, and more than a few people have told me, if only I'd known when I signed all these agreements, I would have held off on this for a year or two or three and getting an associate or a partner knowing that this could cost me between two and five million dollars out of my pocket. So all I'm getting to you is two things. Number one, if you're thinking of bringing in an associate or a partner, and right now, right now, the idea that in three to seven years from now, you might join an OSO, I would strongly talk to somebody and get a baseline evaluation of your practice before you bring anybody in. Why? Because you just saw that a six or seven or eight X multiple on whatever they're going to be paying that associate is what's coming out of your pocket. And if they're your partner, you're losing 50%. Now I have a partner, so I'm not against partnership. And we had an associate. I'm not against associates. I love the idea of both of them. But if I had a nickel, let's call it a dollar. 
every time I spoke to a doctor who had just hired an associate and said, now I'm going to join an OSO. And I said, you know, you just lost $2 million to $3 million. And they had no idea. I legitimately could take my wife out to dinner at a nice restaurant if I got a dollar every time that happened. It's so common that nobody's talking about it. And we need to make sure that if you're considering this path, you know, be smart about it, make good precautions. And unfortunately, most CPAs are not talking about this. And, and again, the second part here is I don't care where you are in your practice life, get a valuation on your practice. Speak to an OSO or DSO. Find out what you're worth. You might think you're worth 5 million and find out you're worth 10. You might think you're worth 15 million and be worth five, right? It's important for you to know because most of them, if not all of them will tell you, okay, you're not ready right now. Here's, here's the things you should do if the money part of it is important to you down the road and you want to get a better offer, here's the steps you should consider. And they want to groom you to get you ready so that when the time comes, you're of more value to them, which means you get a better valuation. It's not rocket science, people. You're smart. It's just you just don't know what you don't know. So when I have people, I say, hey, you should get an offer. They go, oh, I'm not ready. Maybe in a year or two. I said, don't be foolish. It doesn't cost you anything. Find out what it costs. Get the conversations. And you know what? You just might learn something along the way. And an altogether different conversation we're going to have another time is... That practice you're thinking of starting to increase your value may be the biggest mistake you make. Anyway, I'm always here for you. Reach out to me if you have any questions. Much love to each and every one of you. And, uh, and know that I've always got your best interests at heart.